Hello again. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited. It's almost Christmas time, and Jesus has messages for us about his return. He's coming again, and it's so exciting to know that he is and that we actually have a part in that. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you. You're so good. You're so exciting. There's never a dull moment with you when we're hanging out with you, Jesus. There's always word of things to come, and we're so excited, and we just want to be here for you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. You know, that's what we're talking about today is being there for Jesus. He's coming. And compared to just like when he came the first time, he, um, he used Mary. And so I want to just read this little part to you. In Luke 1, um, Elizabeth, in her old, her old age, had a miracle. She became pregnant, and an angel of the Lord came to, to her and told, um, came to Zechariah and told him. And just to prove that point that you, you have to believe, um, this was God's plan, and Zechariah didn't believe. And so he couldn't talk until the baby was born. Six months after Elizabeth had become pregnant, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a city in Galilee. The angel went to a virgin promised in marriage to a descendant of David named Joseph, and the virgin's name was Mary. When the angel entered the home, he greeted her and said, You are favored by the Lord. The Lord is with you. She started. She was startled by what the angel said to her and tried to figure out what this greeting meant. The angel told her, Don't be afraid, Mary. You are favored. You found favor with God. You will become pregnant, give birth to a son, and his name, Jesus. He will be a great man, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and your son will be the king of Jacob's people forever, and his kingdom will never, ever end. Mary asked the angel, how can this be? I'm a virgin. And the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come to you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and therefore the Holy child developing inside you will be called the Son of God. Elizabeth, your relative, is six months pregnant with a son in her old age. People said she couldn't have a child, but nothing is impossible with God. Mary answered, I am the Lord's servant. Let everything you said happen to me. Can you say that? Can you say, I'm your servant, and let everything you say happen to me? I want to tell you that it's a rough road to believe God for a miracle as such. Even though he came and told you, even though it's his plan, as Mary went through, people aren't going to believe you. They aren't going to believe that impossible thing is going to happen. And we have to be very careful. We don't let their unbelief control us because it, it, it's really a, a matter of um, God's plan or your plan. And if we're letting God take over, if we're letting his plan happen in our life, we have to sit tight with him. We have to spend a lot of time with him, and we have to get at his feet every day, because do you know that he does have a plan? He is coming. We know that we are in the time of his return, and you have a part. He has a part for you to prepare the way for him. And just like he said to Mary, if you get on your knees, you're going to hear him tell you your part. Jesus is coming again. 
and we're so distracted with the things of this world. We're running around trying to figure out what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear because it isn't real to us that Jesus is coming. If you knew Jesus was coming, you wouldn't be fooling around with such things. What you would be doing instead is getting ready for Jesus, finding out what you can do to help. Isn't that right? When you love someone, you want to be there for him. And he wants you to be there for him. He needs you. He's telling us in this last day that he is coming and he has a plan. And if you are a wise virgin, you will make sure that you are a part of his plan and you're doing things that he told you to do. Mary had to believe and we have to believe too. It's so, speaking from experience, it's so easy to believe the lie of the enemy and to get off track and not do what God is telling you to do. What the enemy does is he has a ploy. He has a plan. Just like God has a plan for your good, the enemy has a plan to steal from you. Jesus said that. I have come that you may have life. Have it to the full until it overflows. And the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And so he's got this plot, this plan, to start just pulling you a little out of time away from that plan that God has for you, away from that faith that you had, and pull you into the world and try to get you to do what they're doing. Now, Jesus is coming. There's no doubt about it. He's at the door. He's ready to make his entrance. We have to stop worrying about what people think and stop getting caught up in what they're doing and do what he's telling us to do. A couple years, right at Christmas time, I was out shopping. You might have heard this before. And he stopped me in my tracks, in my thoughts, I should say. And he said, Satan, uh, Satan, yeah, Santa isn't coming. I am. And he started showing me how he felt. He was grieved. He was sad. He was angry and started showing me that we're all spending all this time getting ready for Santa, lying to our children, but um, not telling them about Jesus. He's coming, and he is angered that we're not getting ready for him. He has a plan for you to partake in his return. And what are you doing instead? Lying to your children? Are you? I'm calling you out for him right now. You're getting caught in the enemy's trap. He's pulling on you. He's pulling you out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. That is his plan. Don't get caught up in what you think you need or or who you need to please or what so-and-so thinks about you. Forget about it. Forget about what they think about you. You will change your whole um, lifestyle to to um, please someone if you're worrying about what people think. I have gone through that. Believe me, I changed things in my life to adapt to them rather than Jesus. You've got to adapt to Jesus. He's coming. His eternity, your eternity is with him, not with that person, especially if they're not serving Jesus. You'll never see them again because they're being pulled out into the darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is a serious message. This is a serious thing. Mary, she was startled. You know, often when God tells me what he called me to do, he brings me back to this scripture. 
She was startled by what the angel said and tried to figure out what this greeting meant. And God speaks to you and tells you this great thing he has for you to do. It's startling. And so often when I doubt, he would just bring this to my mind. And the angel said, don't be afraid. And Jesus tells me all the time, don't be afraid. Don't worry about what they think of you. I have this plan and I'm asking you to do this great thing. And I don't feel significant enough. And so the enemy uses that and he uses that against you to um, get you to agree with being insignificant enough. But it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about Jesus in you. And he can, if he lives in you, then you're not insignificant and you can do anything he's calling you to do. I'm talking to myself too. Anyway, um, then she asked the question. She's like, how can this be? And he said that the Holy Spirit, he told, he told her how it can be, what's going to happen. And that's what Jesus does. He tells me what's going to happen. He tells me things to come. He tells me how it's going to happen. And in order for me to keep believing, I have to sit with him. I have to hang out with him. I have to hear it over and over again. Remind me, Lord, that I'm good enough. Tell me what you want me to do. Help me not to be afraid. And that's what you have to do, too. He has a great plan for you. I always think about um, Adam. That was a, a marvelous, huge job to name the animals. God let him name the animals. And what about the ark? What about all the other things in the Word of God? God uses men, and he chose Mary, and Mary was willing. Are you willing? He chose you. You are talented. You are gifted. You are empowered to do for him, and he's coming, and you want to be a part of his return. You want to be a part of it. You don't want to sit on the sidelines and watch because you're too afraid. And then all of a sudden you realize you missed it. It's too late. You missed it. That's a terrible thought. And if you miss it, you missed it. He said to the five foolish virgins, I'm not acquainted with you. They're knocking and knocking at the door. And he said, I'm not acquainted with you. What do you think of that? If you just sit on the sidelines and fall asleep and you don't have your lamp full, you didn't do your assignments. He's going to say, I didn't know you. You didn't partake. You didn't prepare the way for me. You really didn't care because you weren't concerned. When you love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you care about what he cares about. No two ways about it. You love someone, you care what they care about, you care about what they're going through, and you want to be there for them. So if you want to be there for Jesus, it starts out as asking him, to come and live on the inside of you. Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, if you would heed his voice, he would come in and he will dine with you. He will teach you. He will tell you things to come. He will tell you the plan God has for you. And it's a great plan. And so let's do that. Let's pray. Jesus, we love you and praise you and thank you that you are calling us to be a part of your return. And we just submit to you. We take heed to your voice. We're going to do whatever you tell us to do. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory.
He's so good. He's so in love with you. And so he's giving you this opening to know in this season that he has a great thing for you to do. If you didn't know, get on your knees and find out and you will, you will hear him. You will hear him. He, he will tell you what he has for you to do. And you're going to have to drop everything else and not care what people care, not care what people think of you and know that the enemy is going to keep coming back to try to get you off of that plan God has for you. But you can do it. Just set out Jesus' feet. Ask him to help you. He said you can't do anything without him. So thank you so much for listening today. 